sipping on some tea. Got this drink in my cup. I just drank some tea. A little drink in my. What's wrong with tea? Ain't nothing wrong with tea, bro. No, well, I'm not drinking tea. I, I thought you was drinking some some warm tea because it's getting nice and it's getting fucking stupid cold out. You know. It is a little inconsistent outside. Oh, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Cold, cold night. Nah, I got a little drink in my cup. Drink in my cup. You got a, you got a hot toddy? Shit, I wish. Nah, little 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 brown, little brown ski, little 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 sprite ski, little cranberry juice. You remember that song, "Drink in My Cup"? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was named Kirko Bangs. I remember that guy. Yeah. yeah. Drink in my cup. I he know did have some spike. So, like, I mean, it wouldn't be no sh- no shit I put on, but like, if you yeah. had subs. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was yeah. <laughs> That's the, I know he had another hit single, but drinking my cup is the one I remember the most. Uh, how's it? I know that you only wanna fuck on dudes that don't even like you as a person. I think that's how it goes. <laughs> like, it's like remember. Rever- I, uh, I remember I'd get in uh, Evan's car because he had he had some subs and like, yeah. Bangs and I'm like, yeah, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that shit slap bang on front, but it was like reverse dirty macking. Like, dirty Mac is like, oh, you know, that nigga don't like you, but like, that song was like, yo, I know you're sick of these dudes who like you as a person. Come get with a dude who's only trying to give you this pipe, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, crazy. Shit. Man was ahead of his, ahead of his time. Yeah, he really too, was. Too ahead of his time. That's why it didn't last, man. <laughs> I know that you only want to fuck on niggas that don't even like you as a person. I'm about to find that shit. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. What's up? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I was just about to ask you the same, bro. What's going on, man? How's uh, it going? Dude, oh, man. I don't know. A whole... Like a lot, but like not a lot. But how are you, man? Trying to think. I'm good. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm real good. I love it. I love to hear it, man. Yeah, um, dude. It's been uh, trying to think. I haven't really done shit. Yeah. Wait. Uh, just going back home next weekend for the big show. Mm. You know, WrestleMania. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. The showcase of the Immortals. You so you going for both nights? Yes, I'll be going up there Friday. Nice. Until Monday. Nice, nice, nice. You gonna watch? Uh, oh well, she so gonna home Monday, so you probably watch the Raw after Mania. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I wonder how that'll go. I guess we'll talk about that more with the WrestleMania show. But I guess they're uh, taping the next Raw. Like it's already taped. Uh, are they gonna yeah. be fans? I don't think. No, I don't, I, think, I, so. I don't think they're going to. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, it's already taped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, 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 that's why you're ahead in the standings. You get, you get there first. You see it. You understand. See this one though. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about this one. I'm, I'm coming back. Shit. I'm coming back. <laughs> this is the, this is the home stretch. This is where I come back and I this take is what over. Always happens. Yep. Yep. Hell you, you've yeah. won both years. Yep. And you and I, yeah, I'm a competitor when it's time to compete. I be chilling, but I'm a competitor when it's time to compete. So it's uh, we got a little distance, which we'll definitely get to. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm right, I'm right, I'm on your heels, boy, boy. Oi. Oi. <laughs> no doubt, man. So uh, you've been kicking it, man. Nothing, nothing major happening. Oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. 
No, nothing major happening. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out, working. Yeah, man. Uh, Did that girl get fired? Did she make your week? I don't know. She's not on the schedule much. <laughs> oh, okay. So you won't know till like May. <laughs> yeah, I won't. Yeah, I won't know until next. Or I won't know until this upcoming month. Yeah. Because like, yeah, she's only on the schedule three days for next month. Uh, okay. Chingai. Like, why even like bother? Somebody got to like, serve. That? Somebody got to serve the waters. We don't have dining yet, dog. Oh shit! <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, why do you even want to be on the schedule? Just like, why do you want to work just three days a month? Like, mm. I understand, like you're a younger kid and like, say what you're trying to do, but like, yeah. don't put us through this hassle. True enough. I ain't mean to trigger you, dog. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled so I pulled something out of you there. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean. It. I was just trying to see what your week was like. It's been seven days since we've been on the internets. Not like no, like I've even told both my bosses. I was like, if they're only gonna be here for one day a week, they're not gonna do a good fucking job because they're only here one day a week. Like they're not here enough to give a fuck about this place. They don't know the flow. They don't know uh, the you know the, the chemistry. They don't know me. They don't know my dad. <laughs> True. <laughs> fucking hilarious tonight. I don't know why these people these kids at work mm. like i think i know what i'm talking about about certain things uh, <laughs> but, uh yeah this one girl asked another girl about ayahuasca and she said, i don't know ask him ayahuasca ayahuasca is a like insane hallucinogen okay i'd heard of it i wasn't all over certain uh, okay and they was like yeah ask ren <laughs> I said, what are you trying to look up? I said, I said, what are you trying to look that up for? <laughs> what do you want what do you want to know about like why are you real questions? Why are you asking me? Right, you, right, right. What I, what I look like. <laughs> what I look like, shorty. That's why you're getting fired. All of you. <laughs> that is hilarious. I guess, I guess everybody just thinks that I get after it up there. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Are they on the trail? Where there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, where there's nah. smoke, there's rain. Nah, not on, not on this recording. They talk about the shotguns. I mean, like I got both my, like I'm friends with both my bosses on Snapchat, so they yeah. see all the shotguns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Some you come the, to the, you come to the gig, you do good work. You know what I'm saying? What you do off the clock is up to you. Yeah, I remember my boss told me like because I used to work with their brothers before I got the job. He said that his brother called him and said that uh, I got a guy. If you need somebody, he's a good worker. He likes to drink a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> this was back in Carbondale, too. This is when I was hitting it hard. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like, going to work every day hungover, like, having to go take a shit, like, every hour. <laughs> like, just from the beer shits, Getting you know? the evil at you. Like, I remember one day, dude, like, I had to go to the bathroom so bad. And, like, I said, fuck it. And, like, we were busy as hell. Mm. Dude, I was working with comes and beats on the door. Oh, no. <laughs> Get the fuck out! <laughs> Come help! Like, help. Man, going to the bathroom every thirty minutes. I was like, "Well, next time I'll just shit my pants right here on the line." Right, then, how about that? Right. Won't nobody be fuck working. <laughs> that is funny. Do you think? Do you think because you're in a city where like you don't fuck with nobody? Do you think that has curbed your drinking, or do you think it's just because of growth? Or you think it's both? I think it's. I think it's growth. Mm. I mean, because like. I mean, like, yeah, I think it's growth. Like, I don't really, I mean, I only drink really on the weekends, and I'll probably have, like, maybe four or five beers. Mm. We'd do these. And it used to be, I used to have a pint 
every time we do these. Yes, yes, this is true. Half, half a fifth every time. I remember the episode, not the the episode, but I remember the episode we you were like, yeah, I kind of don't drink as much, and that was at least thirty to forty episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. So and like, I don't, I don't really like, I don't buy uh, hard alcohol anymore. I just buy beer. Yeah. So like, I'm just only drinking beer at the crib. Like if I go out to the bar or whatever, like might get you a little taste. Yeah, like the first thing I'll get, I'll go up there and order a shot of Jim Beam and a Budweiser, start the night off. Yeah, you know. Was there a moment where there was a switch, or was it just kind of gradual? It was just like <clears throat> hard alcohol is way too hard. I'm I'm a body. I'm a body. My body. You know. Don't mix well with the blueberries. Don't mix well with the blueberries. <laughs> and in case the beer will last me longer than the fifth will. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Listeners, I bring this up every once in a while, but uh, please go back and listen to episode 25, uh, titled Drunk Wren and a Jukebox, oh, where Wren yeah. gives a legendary, legendary account of the company holiday party that year. Clearly, you know, it's uh, big in my heart and, and, and mind and memory. It's episode 25. Go I back and 20, listen. 70, 70 Bre- episodes ago. Bre- over 80, yeah. Over Good 80 Lord. episodes ago. Yeah. That, guys, you can find it either on one of the best of episodes, probably best of number one, maybe number two, or go back to mixcloud.com slash juve. Those are still up on there. Episode 25. <laughs> Drunk ran in a jukebox. They haven't had a holiday party since. No, <laughs> <Bro>, we haven't. <laughs> I shut that shit down. They said we are not uh, not no more. This guy was slapping the dish boys. Yo. He was fucked all up. Yes, <laughs> you did. Wallet tried to drive home. You did slap a a, a grown man in the face. And a, an employee, uh, an employee, <laughs> and a and a um a person who didn't speak English too well. You compensated by talking louder. Huh? <laughs> Turn them shits up. <laughs> hey cheers to that <laughs> clink my guy clink that's funny mm. oh man I uh I've had a full week uh professionally a little bit personally but professionally um yeah getting after man I don't know not a lot to talk about professionally man I've been having the uh personally man I've just been having the same old inner existential conversations <laughs> with myself that I'd be having family, romance, love, loyalty, legacy. Um, I talked to a family member today and uh, it had been a while since I talked to this family member and um, it was kind of awkward. Yeah. It was kind of awkward. Like the conversation just wasn't flowing. How long has it been since you talked to him before today? Uh, on the phone. So I've been here. I've been in this city seven, eight months. This is okay. It's the first time I talked to him on the phone since I've been in this city. Seven, eight months. Seven, eight months. But also, it's the first time during the pandemic. Um,. Dude, it wouldn't even be a stretch to say if I said 2019 on the phone. <laughs> I believe that. It wouldn't even be a stretch, to be honest. Um, 
you know how I am about all that shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even like because of like it, it's definitely not no fuck my family type shit. It's just when I, I guess I when, when I renewed my focus and decided like no more losing. It was one of those things that just kind of like happened, right? Right. But even on the phone, you know, I, I, I they the thing is too, they they feel like they don't have a lot of time left. Mm. And so that kind of, you know, those kind of thoughts, like, shit, like, I really, I really been on my own shit, right? Um, and so you want to, you know, cherish those moments, man. Um, but even talking to them, like, they, you know, we had mentioned a couple other, other family members that they haven't talked to in a while. But, like, there's a certain dismissiveness in their voice when they said it, like... They, they haven't been wanting to talk to him. Yeah. And even in those circumstances of, you know, feeling like you don't have a lot of time left, it kind of, it was, it, it was rough to hear, right? It's kind of like, fuck it. Whatever, yeah. Dog. So I, you know, found how I could to change the subject. But, you know, I, uh, I don't talk to my family very often. No. I don't uh, like, I don't have, like, I think I've got one, my dad's brother's number saved. Mm. And that's, like I don't even have to do, I don't even have my fucking grandma number saved. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's real. And it, you know, it just kinda sucks too, cause like my family was so big growing up. So big growing up. And that's just my mother's side. I yeah, ain't even like, you know, at least on each side. Yeah, you know. So I mean the family get togethers were huge and that's just my mom's side. I didn't even really grow with my pop side like that. So that's just my mother's side was so big and then you know growth and 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 life and death you know those things happen just but like i said you know once i renewed my focus and put my head down and just kept going it's kind of happened that way right mm-hmm. like i don't know that's kind of and, the uh, go ahead and, and it's not like and it's not like you're just being like i'll fuck them yeah it's like i'm doing my own thing and like i ain't really got time for y'all I'm you like, get, i love y'all you get one you <laughs> Yeah. Right. You get one you. Yeah. Right. I always say you get one you. Take care of your you. Right. And that's kind of. The, I mean, and you know, that's the conversation. I would like to consider myself an ambitious man. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the conversation. It's the argument <laughs> that every ambitious man has with their significant other. And ambitious men will make decisions. That short term feel like it's a little neglectful, but it's for the bigger picture, greater good, the greater goods, right? For the greater goods, greater fixings, the fixings. You know what I'm saying? And so, me and and, and a very important person are having these kind. We're ironing out some wrinkles. Iron out a lot of wrinkles. Um, I'll frame it this way. (laughs) I'll frame it this way. Let's generalize it and not personalize it, right? Now, I preface it by saying this out loud. Let's generalize it, not personalize it. I'm going to get beat up anyway. Dog. If anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Right? This lands in the wrong ears. It doesn't matter. For the third time, let's generalize it. Not personalized. Let's talk about the ideas, not the specifics. I've been very good with that for years now, right? Let's talk the ideas. So, like, 
So like last week, we talked about my biggest podcast fear, right? And we got, hey, listen, we got a lot of great feedback on that. I don't know if you got any tour your way. Got a lot of great feedback on that episode. Um, shout out to DJ Reed City. He uh, he said <laughs> he said basically he knew the music thing was a problem, so he kind of just knew. <laughs> um, shout out to James of the Monsters Lair podcast. Shout out to uh, shout out to No Time for Wrestling dot com. They uh, included us on their top ten. We sent over a top ten of the week list. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, last week we talked about you know my biggest podcast fear, but. You know my you know you know what my biggest like personal just regular fear is divorce. Yeah. Divorce. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. That shit will fuck your wife up. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a matter of love and loyalty for me, right? Um broken home, single mom, two kids busting their ass. And only in hindsight did I realize Especially when she passed. Only in hindsight did I really realize the toll, the the the, the mental, the the internal toll of not having her romantic love. She had the love of her children, love of her family, but the romantic love. Um. So, again, me and a person I really care, me and a person I love. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop fucking around, right? <laughs> me and <laughs> me and a person I love are ironing out some wrinkles, and I don't want to dig too much into your business, right? But like, they're annoying. <laughs> but they're annoying. <laughs> but they're annoying because they love us, right? They're annoying. Like, like, be- looking at me. Yeah. It's annoying. Be- they're annoying because they love us. So taking the bad with the good, right? I'd rather be loved than not. But, like, damn. Quit picking at me. You're- yeah, right? <laughs> but the thing is, like, for every time they say, why every time they say, you know, why don't you express yourself more to me? Gross. <laughs> well, a little bit. A little bit. But, like, they don't know, they don't really know that they don't really want to hear everything going on in his brain. Are you sure you want to hear all this? You sure you you want this? (laughs) (laughs) You sure? Right? I'm only going to ask once more, because I'm going to fuck you up with some knowledge. (laughs) Man. My guy. Right? Because then it's a question of questioning me, questioning themselves, questioning us, questioning this life. You want to know what's going on in this brain for real? You know what I'm saying? Like, because they get the luxury. Women get the luxury of going to social media and reading the bullshit memes. You know, if a, if a man really loves you, if a man really wants you, he'll da-da. suck my dick. Oh yes, that's it. Like, that's that's like they 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 get that luxury. As men, we we often have to ground the fantasy and bring it back down to reality and really think through the nuances of things and the reality of things. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Because the game that we're playing, the game that we're playing overall is who gets to wear my last name? 
Who gets yeah. my last name? Who represents me? Right? That's the game. That's the decision. Who gets to wear my last name? <laughs> Who gets to represent me? The legacy, right? Who gets to wear that? So, like the divorce rate. Like the divorce rate. Did you know, the divorce rate is like 55%. Oh, yeah. And if it's not 55 it's very close and it's only rising, right? Yeah. Ren, do you know what statistically the number one reason for divorce is? We'll say time. Money. What was number two? It had to be time. I don't I don't know number two. Who cares about number two? <laughs> I understand. Two is not a winner and three nobody remembers. Right? It's money. it's money, right? It's not adultery. It's not irreconcilable differences. It's the finances, right? And Ren, did you also know that eighty percent of divorces are initiated by women? I didn't know that, but makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So the same woman who gets to go to social media, and these and, are facts. And these are these, this ain't emotion. There is emotion in my voice. These are facts. These though. are these are facts. These are numbers. You know what I'm saying? These are facts, right? So the same woman who gets to go to social media and read these memes about love, eighty percent are leaving. And are letting us know that the love ain't enough. Right? Right there. The love ain't enough. So as men, we have to love you properly. We have to provide. We have to deal with the weight of the world on our shoulders. And, dog, I don't know if you or anybody knows this. I'm black, dog. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I won't even I'm get into that. Up my <laughs> but I won't even get into that. You know what I'm saying? So if and when the shit fails, society, social media, her homegirls, the niggas in the DMs, they're all like, mm, you go, girl, that dusty nigga. What was you doing with him anyway? <laughs> no one holds them to any accountability. And we've definitely talked about that before. I'm still dining out on the accountability conversations. There's no accountability there. When the irony of it all is that no matter whatever prize, whatever that any woman might be, the actual prize is my last name. The prize is your last name. The prize is James's last name from Monsters Lair Podcast. No time for wrestling.com's last name. The prize is DJ Reed City's last name. That is the prize. There's so much on the line over here. I don't think and I don't think I mean like I've actually never even heard it put like this either. It makes it makes a lot of sense, and like I don't know if the other side, like I know a lot of people have been married. I know a lot of people that got divorced. Yeah. So like you, it 
We're going to get in some trouble for this one. Yes. <laughs> right? But, like, the prize is my last, it's our last name. Even though society will put this woman on a pedestal, and that's fine. But let's remember, like, what we're fighting for. We're fighting mm-hmm. for identity, for representation, right? It's one reason why, to, to one reason why, like, if you look at my social media, you're really good, just going to see me. Yeah. You really just see me. Like, I don't even follow women that I like. <laughs> like, you go to, go, to my, go to my Twitter, go to my Instagram, like, all the women I follow, I have dated none of them. There's one. There's one. And she had to beg me years after we stopped kicking it like that just to follow her on social media, right? Like, I've never been the guy. I've never just displayed my valuables no. like that, right? I feel like, like, I think, like, us, you and I are different on that a little mm. bit, like, on how we do social media. But, mm. no, I, I 100% understand what you're saying. I feel it. Like, it, I've never displayed my valuables. And not because of, like, all the bullshit, re- the bullshit Kardashian reasons. Oh, he's ashamed of you, girl. He's hiding for all, he's hiding it for all the hoes. No, suck my dick. Yeah. I represent me. Yeah. I represent me. And choosing a representative, especially as a guy who was at a fucking wedding every weekend, as a guy who came from a broken home and understands that choosing my representative is amazingly important to me. Oh, yes. Amazingly important to me. Because, again... We got it more to think about than just the love and fantasy of it. When the reason most divorces end is for finances. That's just one aspect that we got to think about just for finances. And the fact that 80% of divorces are initiated by women. Which is basically saying, leaving is what they do. Oh, man. I'll try to help you, bro. You want my address? To gather my belongings. Damn. I'm going to get shot for everything I just said. But also because we've been doing this podcast, my guy, we've been doing this podcast for three and a half years, right? So for the last three and a half years, I've had to deal with some form of, uh, you can get on your little podcast and talk your heart out with Ren. Hey, at least I'm not one of those little. At least I'm not one of your little friends that know my name. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's a whole thing. I made a commitment to create content with my guy. We have to create content. So it's not, it's, it's, I talk ideas, not specifics on here, right? Yeah. Ideas that are inspired by whatever specifics, but you can't, out of protection, it's all about protection. I still got to deal with the consequences of the concepts. <laughs> <laughs> the consequences of the concert. It's like French fries. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nigga, you smell like French fries, right? I'm gonna get shot. It's gonna be uh, like, and I know you know Boy Meets World, but you remember that? Did you ever watch Watch Boy Meets World? Not too much. Never. You probably just had Point Break and Blood Sport. It was on ABC. 
I don't know if I had that one. Regular, regular ass ABC. I figured you just had like Point Break and Bloodsport on repeat as a four year old, seven year old. That's why I grew up. I figure as much. I figure as much. Four to seven. Yeah. You know what I'm I just remember. It just made me think of like the episode where Sean Hunter got kidnapped by like four of his ex girlfriends, and they t- and it was on Valentine's Day. He was on the way to a date with his current lady. They tied him up. And all they did was just berate him and tell him how he ain't shit. <laughs> and I'm like, Horrible. I'm like, bitch, you don't even understand Sean Hunter. Sean Hunter came. Sean Hunter came from a broken home. His mom left the family to. F- Yo, Sean Hunter's mom left the family to go fuck the rich dude. And start a new life and left them in the trailer park. This was in the 90s. So, last week's episode of Snowfall <laughs> was a doozy. <laughs> Man. R.I.P., bro. Yeah, they cut the fat all fat back, didn't they? Holy yeah. shit. They stabbed him all up in his arms before they actually got to the real work. Was, it was God. It was graphic. It yeah, was yeah, like, graphic. yeah. Like, like, they don't even say, like, on, like, before the show comes on, like, they don't say, like, graphic violence. Because they used to say graphic violence. That's just Word. violence. This is graphic violence. Somebody? Like, that shit is personal. Like, shooting like, somebody? Like, nah, like, that's fuck one that. thing. Bang, bang. But <laughs> up in their area? Like, nah, dude. We've said this before. You got to be a special kind of crazy. To stab someone to death. Cut somebody to death. Yes. Like, shooting somebody, that's one thing. But there's a certain distance, physical distance. There's a certain detachment from the act. The circle. The stabbing, though? That's manual. That's stick stick shift, my guy. Yeah, bro. That is stick shit. I watch it only. I watch it on Hulu the next couple of days. Like, I watch it this past Sunday. I watch it on Hulu. Same. And it makes me forget that this shit comes on fucking television. Right? <laughs> like, they, like, FX really cranked it up. Since when can you say fuck and stab a nigga to death? <laughs> Like, yeah, oh, watch, network like, TV. I, like, watched the first episode of Snowfall and I heard him say fuck. I was like, oh, I'm set. Oh, this di- oh, is different. Okay, this is different. <laughs> I remember, like, that was the main thing I was talking about that show for the longest. Like, yo, they're saying fuck <laughs> on TV. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Almost made me spit up this drink in my cup. <laughs> fuck, man. I know that you want a real nigga. Yo, we got like five or six episodes left too the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, uh, just to remind y'all, this episode will drop after the newest episode, so we're a week behind. Um, we might be able to fix that next week, but maybe that's too much behind the scenes. That might be a little too much behind the curtain. But either oh, way, no, we got next week. You said what? We have a big show next week. We do. We do have here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We got a big show every week, dog. Yeah. Well. <laughs> The immortal. Well, it's the. We said, well, I know. I'm just, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, man. Uh, they got to murder somebody. Oh. Man, I'm thinking. Uh, fuck, I always forget her fucking name. Uh, Jerome's girl's name. Uh, Louie. 
absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, her family's about to fuck that all up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got no clue what they into. No idea what they into. We should have told y'all, spoiler alert, for those who haven't watched. So, whatever. I mean, we're about three, four minutes in. But, like, they have no clue what they're into. No. Right? They just ready to spark that pipe up. Bruh. Little homie's like, oh, man, y'all, y'all ain't no fun. Bruh. It's a million dollars, bro. <laughs> I'm saying. Like... I've learned over the years that just where you live counts as far as your mentality. Like, this is Los Angeles. Yeah. It fucked up Los Angeles. Yeah, the whole city. The whole Bruh, state. This Little Rock is about to fuck up Little Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Self high five. Yeah, yeah, bars. <laughs> I'm taking that. Big bars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Little Rock has no clue what they're about to get into. So... Yeah, I'm a little nervous for them. A little nervous for them. Uh, wow. Reed Thompson is wilding. Reed Thompson yeah. is wilding. That man, like, I had no like, Dude, I was bummed. Yeah. When they announced, like, talked about his brother, I was like, what yeah. the fuck? That dude was cool. Yeah. His pops got on the phone and said, it should have been you. I said, I wouldn't have talked after this. Uh, yeah. Dude. Like, that. I got told recently, I was mentioned recently that. I'm not harsh. I'm just very sure of myself when I say things. Very measured. Like, Pops was so measured when he said... He sat on that shit for two weeks. <clears throat> two... My man took a fortnight to <laughs> sit and think to himself, about to kill him with these bars. About to kill... He sat in practice speech... It should have been you. No, that's too emotional. That's too emotional. Wait, no. Should have been you. That'll do. That'll do it. Yes. I can't imagine having that kind of dissonance with with my son. Like me, me and my father hadn't spoken in a while. The man never said that I should have died. That's fucked up. That's like that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? What's Reed's fault? But like, I mean, like, kind of was, but it wasn't. But like, it's just hard. That's His just brother's a hard game. All it was a hard game. His brother's a grown man. He knew what he was getting into. But like, damn, damn. I, mean, I realized how much partying he was going to end up having to do. Having to do. That was not. That was not a choice. No. <laughs> that was not a choice at all. Holy shit! And tying that together with Little Ride, Louis let it be known to Jerome. That they working for the feds, my guy. I thought he knew. I didn't know Louie knew. <laughs> I forgot that yeah, Louie knew. Uh, Saint told her. Yeah. Apparently she had known for a while. I forgot, and I forgot that he told her. Yeah. Which is, that's rough. That's rough. Because Jerome yeah. is dealing with his own shit. He shot a nigga <laughs> to death. And they haven't addressed that too much. Louie gave him a little snide remark, which made me a little tight. <laughs> like, damn. Like, <coughs> like, damn, right? We're going to see you out here. Let, you know what I'm saying? what you do when you got like, some motherfuckers shooting at you. So he's dealing with literal mortality and then had to watch Little Rock. not know, Him knowing that Little Rock has no fucking clue what they're getting into. 
And then he gets the bombshell dropped on him that he is working with the feds and didn't even know it. What a trip. That would be a long drive back. That's, bruh, because it was going to be a long one anyway. <laughs> ain't that much music in the I'm world. California, fuck. Bruh, it ain't that many cameo tapes in the world <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> fuck, Gotta man. Through the radio stations. I swear. Oh, that's how Franklin beat the murder rap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, the CIA. Irene popped up at the shelter giving ultimatums. Fuck her. Yeah. She she's she's interesting. She's compelling because we've learned more about her and her personal life. And like that's why that's why this show is compelling. And a show like this, a show like The Wire, a show like Breaking Bad, we're rooting for systemically bad people. Oh yeah. Franklin Saint sells drugs to the community. I do. I was talking to my boss about this shit because I got a book on the show. <clears throat> yeah, I was talking about last week's episode. He's he's like a fucking bitch. That <laughs> <laughs> went to the fucking the shelter. He said, he said, I don't know why she's bitching to Frank was that. She can just call Ronald Reagan. See what hey, the fuck is up. <laughs> uh, Ronald Reagan, please. Can I talk to Ronald Reagan? Let me talk to Perez real quick. I think, and, and I, you know why, and, and it just hit me. The reason why she's kind of trash is because Franklin's dad is innocent. Oh, yeah. Franklin's dad is innocent. Now, his shit is being funded so that makes him complicit. It makes him an accomplice. But, I mean, he himself is innocent. Yeah. But watching her in the kitchen with her estranged ex-husband, boyfriend, whatever it was, he left... Her daughter don't fuck with her, so all she has is work. And on the flip side, knowing that this is a noble thing, the CIA is funneling drugs into the communities. But look at the people she's going to have to hurt to fix it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, how the fuck she going to feel after that? She already feels like shit anyways. As a person anyway. And even then, is that shit even going to come back to her the way that it should, right? I mean, they've killed more important people on that show. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> well, listen, kind of. Only kind of. That's been my thing about about this show. They don't kill, like, the important people. They kill Fatback. We got to know Fatback. They killed him. But, they killed that one other chick from the CIA. Yeah, they killed her. But she, I mean, she was kind of important. Pedro was kind of important. He was important. You know what? I would give him importance because he was, he was at the beginning. He was at the beginning. Yeah. So he was important in that sense. But but thinking about her, like, that's, you know, tying it back around to my thoughts about legacy, right? Life and whatnot, happiness. I pour, my, I, I, I pour myself into work because I got duties and because it brings me happiness. But I'm also giving myself in other areas. Now, the spoils of my work... So far, they're coming back to me. I can see the spoils. However, I'm not a reporter for the goddamn whoever she works for. I don't report on these things. <coughs> Let's say she breaks this story. Is what's coming back to her really going to be fulfilling? I think it's going to be the CIA coming knocking at that fucking door and telling her to shut the fuck up. Listen, homie, they might not <laughs> knock. No, they won't. They'll fucking, they'll switch the silencers on. Bruh, retire, <laughs> ho- 
retired homie got in and had his feet up. He was on the couch with his feet on the fucking table. All in her shit. They they <laughs> had a drink, a smoke. They might not knock. You know what I'm saying? They probably won't. No, no, they probably fucking won't. Goodness. Goodness gracias. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, man. I'm interested. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. Um, This Is Us has been good. It's been okay. Not that you watch This Is Us. Not that any of our... Well, maybe. I don't know. I should... Listen, I don't know who listens to us. <laughs> I have no clue what our demographic is. It's dudes. It's dudes. Dude. And if there's a woman, it's a woman that's close to us. It's dudes. And... <laughs> Bunch a of lot, bros out there. Bunch of, bunch, bunch of bros, bunch of bros, right? So I sit here and mention this is us. I don't know of too many men who watch that show. That's all right. Oh, I'm secure. I'm very comfortable. I know you are. But I just wonder, like, I know more of our audience is watching Snowfall than watching This Is Us. You're probably right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, so yeah, this has been cool. Goodness, man, goodness. You want to push forward, man? Let's start it out, man. Start it out, bro. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 109 of The Hard Camera. It's amazing every time I say it. T-H-C-C-I-X. And I am your guy, your guy, Juve, J-U-V. Just under your visual. <clears throat> and I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, as always, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are the Blue Bloods. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, my guy. You got me go. Y'all can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at A motherfucker, A underscore M, A A F H U C K A. And y'all can also fucking find me on Snapchat, Moffed Up 316, M A A F F H A D U P 316. Check it out, y'all. No doubt. I realized right just now, I deleted my Snapchat a year ago, and I realized that I miss getting your snaps, dog. Hmm. I kind of miss it. That's why I just post them on Instagram, too. Oh, hell. Well, fuck Snapchat. You can catch me. On Twitter and Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out me and Big Ren on the show page on both Twitter and the Instagrams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, live whatnot, here to forth, etc. and things of that nature. But above all else... <clears throat> You listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Break. I forgot the name of the damn Breaker. Damn. You almost said it. I almost said it, and I stopped saying Why'd it. You stop. I don't know. It's like my body was like, "Is that what? Is that what it's called? Is Your that what it's called?" Like, dirt, dirt, dirt. It just. I think I just thought about how I'm going to get shot. Your brain just derped. I, my life flashed before my eyes. I felt like Franklin hanging with fucking fine-ass Mel. <laughs> and some of us are on Google Podcasts. 
wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart building content, content that's gonna get me shot, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills, content that will shoot back, <laughs> hey, content that will shoot back allegedly. <clears throat> I'm having such a great time. Big Ren. I have a great time every time. Every time. Big Ren. We have NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Two nights. Two nights of the black and gold brand under the WWE banner. Before we get into the card, let's update how we're looking numbers-wise. Numbers-wise. Big Ren is sitting at 89 of 136 matches predicted. 64.88%. Your guy Juve is sitting at 84 of 136 matches predicted, 61.83%. We got this show. We got WrestleMania. We got about, in between those two shows, we got about 76 matches to pick. Yeah, no <laughs> I'm right behind you, my guy. I'm, only, I'm not nervous, but I'm a little tentative. I understand the oh, weight. Oh. I understand the pressure. I'm more nervous about this one than I am about WrestleMania. Really? Why is that? <clears throat> I can't tell you. You can't tell me? I can't tell you. No, nah, I mean, like, well, honestly, I think this WrestleMania card is pretty weak. Ooh, but... okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save that for next week. Save it for next week. Yeah, something to do. Yeah, something to do. Interesting. So it sounds like, ha- are you kind of wavering on some of your NXT picks? Is that what it sounds like? I ain't picked none. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I've I've got some down, but honestly, as we talk through this, the majority of which I'm gonna figure out right along with you, my guy. Yeah, I mean, like I've been reading about NXT and I watched tonight. Mm-hmm. Like I got a little bit of idea, but, but goddamn, there's 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 like twenty match or there's like ten matches. Yep, yep, yep. Two nights worth. I look when they were talking about the card on NXT, I was like. Wow, only three or four matches per night. But then I was like, that's a standard NXT TakeOver card. <laughs> yeah. If they would have had four matches each night, I would have been fine. Ten. But... They split it evenly. But yeah, about four and five matches each night, which, you know, standard TakeOver card. I was like, okay, well, I guess that's standard. Quick two and a half hours or so. Do you think they'll go overtime? Because the first night is on USA. So do you think they'll go overtime on the first night? <clears throat> like the ten minutes? Well, even farther. Yeah, because they always do like the little 10-minute overrun, don't they? Uh, they might, considering they're moving to Tuesdays. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you think about that announcement? It's official now. They're moving to Tuesdays. I'm happy as hell about it. Really? Why? Because I get to actually watch both shows all the way through before we fucking run a show. I feel you. I feel you. That is a new and, commitment. I mean, and, and, and I want to see what NXT can do on another night that is yeah. not going up against something. Do you mean like, uh, like ratings-wise, content-wise? Ratings. Ratings-wise, okay. Yeah. True enough. True NXT is good. It is. There's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with NXT. No, not at all. You not know? at all. And, ben, I mean, and they've lost every week <clears throat> ever since they went up against AEW on Wednesday nights. Very true. Very true. Now, why do you now? I, we've talked about it before. We've mentioned, but I think they've gotten a little bit on track, more more so on track, um, especially looking at some of this card. But like we mentioned before, you know, when they moved to two hours every week to to USA, it felt like they kind of lost their way a little yep. bit. 
Um, do you think that's the reason why AEW has been winning? Or talk, talk to me a little bit about that. Why do you think AEW has been taking? Now, me, I'm not such a sucker for the numbers anymore. I mean, I keep no, talking about how, right, you know, uh, and I, I shouldn't even say anymore, but I'm not such a sucker for the numbers. It's good statistically just to see who's watching yeah. what. But, and I keep talking about how, you know, wrestling renaissance, where, where it's the the beginning of a wrestling renaissance. Um, but why do you think, yeah, why do you think AEW's won over NXT? Well, I think the way out for one, it's it's bright, it's popular. I mean, not, not popular is a weird word to use even for it, but uh, it's bright, shiny, it's new. That's a big. It's one. not necessarily new, but I mean, it's new. It's new show and newer. Yeah, newer, yeah. and pe- people are wanting to see. Oh, what's this new shit? Right. You know, we've had NXT's been around for a little while now. Yeah. Been longer than AEW, so that's right. all that really matters. <clears throat> and NXT was good when, like, it was better when it had fans. Yeah, you know? true. And that was everything. That, yeah, that goes with everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, AEW was the first ones to have fans around the ring. They really like, pioneered that. Yeah. Well, the wrestlers and actual fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and like. And I thought WWE shit the bed when they made it three hours. Like, it was cool at first whenever their Raw was three hours. Like, oh, mm-hmm. hell yeah. But then, like, a couple weeks later, it was like, uh, we could get all this done in two hours. What the fuck are we right. doing over here? So it sounds like, okay, taking all that in. So AW's getting numbers because, yeah, it's newer. NXT, to an extent, lost its way. But the presentation is a little bit different. Even though... NXT is a little bit more of its. They're very similar in their presentation as far as um, maturity in their storylines. Mm-hmm. I think their storylines are more mature, but just visually, the presentation is a little bit different. Yeah. But it sounds like also. It sounds like indirectly that NXT suffers by being a part of WWE. Yes. The oversaturation of just the WWE name itself. Because, like, whenever people hear about NXT, like, oh, that, that, that minor league WWE. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that aspect. Yeah. So, the WWE name, that's attached to overall, and its presentation, its oversaturation. But also, the, the thought that it's the third brand, the developmental yeah. brand. None of the stars are on NXT. Okay. That's really, really interesting. Let's throw in something else because you mentioned, you know, when Raw went three hours, it was interesting at first when it was like, uh. Now, we do have to admit or have to acknowledge that that is a function of USA. A lot of that's a function of USA and their advertising dollars and the ratings that Raw pulls in for USA. Um, But on the other hand, AEW being on TNT, and I mentioned this before, that's the sports channel. Oh, yeah. It's the sports channel, and it's also <laughs> where drama lives, to use their catchphrase. They have sports with the NBA. They also have m- mature, dramatic television that serves as better tie-ins. Whereas USA, I mean, yeah, they got Law & Order. What else do they have on USA? Ms. and Mrs. Wipeout. That's about it. Chrisley knows best. I'm trying to think what they even play like during the like during the the day hours. 
Man, eight hour, eight hour Law and Order marathons. I'm gonna work tomorrow. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying. I'm fucking curious. Yeah, that is really interesting. There are a lot of different factors going into that. That's really, really interesting, huh? I'm not mad at that, man. Let's dig into the card. Let's dig into the card itself because we got a we got a hell of a card to dig into. Let's start with night one. This match was actually added. On this past NXT as a function of the Gauntlet Eliminator Battle Royal. So we've got Pete Dunne taking on Kushida. I think it's stupid as hell. Mm, tell me more. Why put these two motherfuckers against each other? Like It's not like they're a team or nothing. It's not like they're homies. But they're both like they both just fucking came back. Like, what is? I mean, I guess the point is we're gonna have a good fucking match. Yeah. But like, where does the storylines go after this? Like, are they gonna keep feuding? Yeah. Which I wouldn't mind if they did, but I feel like they've already kind of feuded a little bit. Have they? Maybe, maybe like that little. I like the way you know mentioning that NXT. They don't necessarily tell stories the same way AEW does. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about AEW in a little bit. QT Marshall, Cody Rhodes. AEW will plant seeds weeks, weeks, weeks in advance. And they, and that's say NXT or AEW. AEW will, will plant seeds way, way in advance. NXT, maybe a little bit. You may have like a reference match from four months ago, but it feels a little different. So I'm not even sure if they've had a match. But there's a little bit of something. Got you. Dudes. Yeah, got you. Pete Dunn's going to win this one. Going he just Dunn? seems like more of a star. But, too, at the same time, though, uh, which one's out? Oni or uh, Birch? Um, Birch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Same time, though, he doesn't have a fucking crew. This is true. So, This is true. I'm going Kushida. Kushida? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what did it for you? Kushida's always been solo, so like he doesn't need anybody to. True. And not saying Pete Dunne needs anybody to back him up. That right. motherfucker's mean as hell. Yeah. 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 The bruiser way. I, you I, know, I, okay. I feel, like, I feel like Pete Dunne could take a loss better than Kushida right now. Really? Okay. Okay. I, uh. Now, when they announced this, I was like, huh. Just those two names on paper, this is going to be a fight. Oh, yeah, it will be. It's going to be technical, and it's going to be a fight. So I'm interested just for the sense of it on paper. Yeah, it could use a little more backdrop, a little story to it. Who knows where they go next? But I'm very interested. I will say this. Both guys seem to have been been, been floundering a little bit. Ever yep. since Kushida lost to Johnny Gargano, and ever since Pete Dunne lost to Finn Balor, so both guys need the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Dunne was on a microphone a couple weeks back, like, "Yo, I'm the best technical wrestler in NXT." Step, what's up, bloke? Crikey, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Crikey's Australian. I don't know. It is. Yeah, shrimp on a Barbie. Um, shout out to Australia. <laughs> but yeah, so like they really both need the win. Who did Kushida? Kushida lost to Jordan Devlin last week, correct? Yeah. Damn. 
Zane. He hasn't been in the ring since the Finn fight. Or no, he's had a. He's, he's been in the ring since the Finn fight. I forgot who he defeated, but then he got on the microphone like, yo, I'm the best technical wrestler in NXT. Fucks with me. This is really like a, 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 a pick em. Yeah, it like, really is. Like, where does either one of them go after this? It's a match for the sake of a match, but like, the stakes are there. The stakes are there. Um, you're right though. Pete Dunn doesn't need anybody. He's with his homies as a, as an effect of the Pat McAfee thing. Um, and now Matt, Pat McAfee hasn't been on TV. Danny Burch is injured, so Pete will be going on his own on his lonesome. Um, wow, this is really a fifty fifty. I didn't choose this one at all. You know, let's keep it spicy, man. I'm gonna go with Pete Dunn. I'm nervous. Why not? <laughs> Let's keep it spicy. Why not? A little crushed red pepper. A little cilantro. A little flavor. I'm with it, man. Let's push forward. We got the Gauntlet Eliminator match for a shot at the North American Championship on night two of NXT TakeOver. This was determined via the Battle Royal that occurred on NXT. We've got Cameron Grimes versus Bronson Reed versus L.A. Knight versus Dexter Loomis versus Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott with L.A. Knight entering last, him being the winner of the Battle Royal on NXT. I had first picked Cameron Grimes. <clears throat> yeah. New money. New money. New you know. money. But, uh... And and this and this one is also just uh, basically just a pick match. You yep. know what I'm saying? Six guys, yeah. Six, yeah, six guys in a fucking gauntlet match. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like, I love gauntlet matches. Those are fun. No Those doubt. Are fun as hell. No doubt. But I'm going with old Dexter on this one. Really? Why is that? Fuck, dude. This they 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 have they see something in this fucking weirdo. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> if I can see something in this guy, and like he's a scary fucking dude. I mean, look at him. He does these weird ass paintings and shit. And he just, right. He doesn't talk. Weird dude. Yeah. True. 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 I don't know if you can tell by the the way I was smiling. I'm going with Dexter too. <laughs> I'm going with Dexter Loomis too for a few reasons. Um, I mean, for one, they're going against Johnny Gargano, so they need a baby face. So that gets rid of Cameron Grimes' new money. It gets rid of L.A. Knight, who's going to look strong because he's new and because he won the Battle Royal, right? And honestly, now I'm just saying it out loud, I think he's going to be the last one eliminated in the gauntlet. Probably. He's going to show his ass. Uh, Dexter. Exactly. Came down to Dexter and L.A. Knight for the Battle Royal. Come down to L.A. and, and Dexter Knight for the gauntlet. So I'm going with Dexter Loomis defeating L.A. Knight last. But, again, we need a babyface. So that gets rid of Cameron Grimes. New money gets rid of L.A. Knight. But also, Leon Ruff and as Isaiah Swerve Scott. They've got something beefy. they got a thing going. I'm interested. Yeah. That is compelling stuff right there. So that takes it down to Dexter Loomis and Bronson Reed. Um, should I count down or should I just? I'll just let it happen. I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going. So that takes down to Dexter Lewis and Bronson Reed. Three, two. Ah, I didn't get there. I'm not in, not in tune with the penis this week. 
Oh. <laughs> I was fell over laughing. <laughs> you don't want to fall in those situations. Nope. You don't want to fall in those situations. Um. So it takes it down to Dexter Loomis and Bronson Reed. I don't. I don't see why Bronson Reed is cool. Nah, fuck no. I don't get it. Like I'm no. not here. I'm not here for Bronson Reed. No. Not here at I all. They, like honestly, I mean, like yeah, dude, good shit. Like you're. Like, props to him for getting in the AEW and shit like that, you know, but, like, I don't see it. Mm-mm. I think he's just another big dude, like, like, Braun, and unfortunately, like, fucking my man, you know, but... Who's your man? Which which man? And you know the fuck my dude is. Which man's Ryback? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> shit. And I, and I feel like total poser because I can't remember his fucking name right now. You can't remember your man's name? I can't remember my homie's fucking name. Describe him. What's he look like? Now I'm curious. Bro, it's Tucky's boy. Tucky? Otis. Otis. Yeah. Otis. That look guy. Poser. It's all good. It's all right. We have we have slips of the mind. I forgot what platforms you can listen to us on. Hey, see? It happens. Universal. It happens, man. I think we're just both get, thinking about getting shot from everything we said 40, 40 minutes ago. You ain't shit. <laughs> no doubt. That's totally going to like a four-team tag team title match at WrestleMania, by the way, for the SmackDown titles. Yeah, easily. Um, but yeah, man. Bronson and Dexter Loomis. And plus, they've been building toward Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano for the longest which honestly makes me even wonder why they went through all of this. Yeah, it's kind of pointless. I mean, like I said, like I, I would really, I would be happier if this was three matches. Yeah, three, three to four matches each night, like five matches each night. Yeah, like I don't know how they're going to do it. I feel Honestly. you. I feel you. Well, let's well, hell, let's look at one, two, three, four, five. Well, five matches on the first night. One, two, three, four, and four matches on the second night. Okay. So they got it laid out, but hell, they could have got rid of this entire. They could have got rid of this eliminator match from NXT and just put the, the, the North American North American match on the first night because, again, they've been building toward Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano for months now. They could have the gauntlet match on NXT this past week. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I get that it's a way for them to showcase all of their guys, but like, we had a whole therapy session after Dexter Loomis kidnapped Austin Theory. Like Same. the seed, the seed's been there, right? Um, so yeah, I'm going with Dexter Loomis to uh, to move on to night two of NXT Takeover, pushing forward for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championships. We've got MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legado del Fantasma. Talk to me, man. How you see it going? MSK all day. Yeah, okay. Why you say? They fucking showed out the goddamn tournament. Yeah. I feel and, that. I, mean, I think I think they were the next in line to get it anyways. I mean, I don't I this is nothing I've read about, but mm-hmm. that's just who I thought would be the next in line. I feel it. Yeah. I feel you. I'm gonna go with the guys I've had an eye on. They won me over over the tournament. I'm going with the grizzled young veterans. Nope, it's not gonna happen. 
I'm going with the groups of young veterans, man. I like these guys. I don't know what it is. I don't need to know what it is. I like these guys. Just, they got a little more flash and flair than, you know, FTR. Um, Zach Gibson can talk, can talk that talk on the microphone. I don't know what it is. I like these guys. And plus, versus, uh, you know, an Oni Lork and Danny Birch type team, they fill in that slot very well. True. They're physical in the same sense, but they're more charismatic on the microphone. So they got it on both sides. But also, I think this is a way to further the MSK Grizzle Young Veterans feud that started via the tournament. Yeah, it still could go either way, though. It could. <laughs> you you shook. You shook. You shook. I ain't, I ain't gonna lose no sleep over this shit. You shook. That's funny. I'm gonna I sleep could, like a baby. I could totally see though. I could absolutely see the Grizzle Young Veterans and MSK in a in a return match for the championships where MSK finally gets the win. Maybe at the Maybe next takeover. Wednesday. What's up? They're gonna get the win on Wednesday. So the next. The ne- <laughs> shook. <laughs> Shaking. <Shut up. laughs> but no, nah, no, no bullshit though. This is gonna be fun. This is gonna be really fun. It will now, be. Now I'm not gonna front. I'm not here at all for Legato Del Fantasma. I'm not here for them at all. Big want, want, want. But this is still gonna be fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna be down for this match. They're gonna find a way to get really, really creative here. So yeah, I think this is like some buck shit. But really, that raises a good question with MSK, which is fine because it's going to be new. Yeah, this raises a question for me. I'm trying to think of like maybe I'm just getting older, but like the young, cute, flashy guy, baby faces. And I can only think of the Young Bucks in MSK. And I haven't seen too, too much of MSK. No. Do you think they have a chance of falling into that pattern of like, we're not we're not off the Bucks. We're not off the Bucks. No. But we recognize the Bucks patterns. And I'm, I'm hoping people over NXT can see that same shit mm-hmm. and see like, we don't want this. Not saying it's bad, but we don't want all this. We don't want 100% choreographed matches. I'm definitely going to be watching this match a little bit closer now that we mentioned that. A little bit closer. That is really, really interesting. Huh. This match is going to be fun, though. I'll give them that. This match is going to be fun. Um, you got MSK, the High Flyers. You got Grizzly Young Veterans who do, who, uh, Blake could do a, is it James, his name James Blake? That's his name? James Blake can do a little bit of flying, but not too much. They're more of a grounded, technical team. And then Legato Del Fantasma, who can do a little bit of both. So, yeah, this will be fun. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for this one. You know what I'm also here for? For the NXT UK Championship, Walter oh, versus Tommaso Ciampa. Woo! Listen, this story has not been, it hasn't made that much sense. I don't care. So, I'm ready to see Walter slap a hand through his chest. Man, woo! 
right. Tommaso Ciampa is looking weathered. I got to say it every week. Boy, is looking weathered. And I love that aspect of his character right now. He's letting the grays grow in instead of shaving it. Boy's so looking weathered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk to me, man. Talk to train cars since 1980. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I swear. Man. Talk me through this, man. Yeah, like this, like this just came out of nowhere. You know, it seems like. Kind of. I mean, they had a and, loose, the loose thing about like them trying to get Thatcher and by proxy Tommaso Ciampa to join Imperium. The story seems a little weak, but so my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> oh man, and uh, Walter was talking about how long he's had the title. The- UX, yeah, NXT UK title for, yeah. man, see like, man, 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 dog, really, yeah, for him, really? for him talking all that shit, and just the way Chomp has been booked lately, let's yeah. get, let's get, let's get him a belt, let's get Chomp a fucking belt, again. the NXT UK belt, yeah, you gotta have him go, uh, go across the, across the pond. Fucking A. And defend. Show, show, show them how we rock over here. True enough. A little America. <laughs> a little bit of red, white, and blue. The real red, white, and blue. <laughs> the stars and bars. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck your tea. Come get a hot toddy, bitch. <laughs> I mean, like, it would be a major upset. Dude. That is really interesting. I'm so here for this match. I never knew I wanted this match until I'm now. Up here whatever Walter does, I'm here for Sean. it. I'm so especially here, at, especially on takeovers. Yeah, Shoot. I'm so here for this match. This is the match I want to see most for night one. I didn't realize I was so interested in the tag team match, but this is the one for me for night one. Night two is shitting on night one. We'll get to that in a yeah. second. But Peacock, pull your cock out. Peacock got it. <laughs> nope, nope, they're not doing that because we can't fucking start the goddamn fucking show from the beginning. Oh, yeah, we're we going to get to that. Yeah, Motherfucker. <laughs> Didn't mean to upset. Didn't mean to trigger you, dog. Um, yeah, I really like that the NXT UK brand, now not as many eyes on the brand, but they treat their main championship and the holder of their main championship so well, right? Walter is the longest reigning NXT UK champion. I don't even know how many days he's held it, but he defeated Pete Dunne, who was the longest reigning champion, who had it for like 653 days or something like that. So it's got to be more than that than Walter. Got to be more than that. So there is a definite respect there for how they hold that championship. Uh, I'm not sure how long Tyler Bate had it, but I guess technically Pete Dunn defeated the longest reigning UAC, whatever. Um, but bringing it back to the story of it all. Now, I don't know because I didn't get to look it up. Is Timothy Thatcher just super hurt right now? He was one of the ones that got pulled aside for COVID. Hmm. He hasn't been on TV for weeks now. They were supposed to have that tag match a couple weeks ago, and that's why they didn't. Them versus Imperium? Yes. Got it. So, theoretically, if we're talking, if we're talking 14 days, 
he should be cleared to come back for takeover. Unless, unless he had it, unless he actually had it, mm-hmm. and that shit fucked his body. Because I mean, I know a couple that had it, and yeah, this shit don't feel good. The thing about COVID, as someone who uh, may have had it, I don't know. COVID before it was COVID. I'll tell you this, right? I'll tell you this. Of the speculative two times that I had it, the first time was way worse. Oh, yeah. The second time was a bit of an inconvenience for a few days. Yeah. If I had it. I'm not socially responsible enough. I didn't go get tested during that time. I just took care of myself. Now, someone who just takes care of himself physically, I'm definitely not on the level of an elite athlete. So I don't know if he had it right. I don't know if it would affect his body. I'll put it this way. Of all the professional athletes who have had it, you don't hear about their super struggles with COVID. Oh, no. Right? Oh, no. Their diets, their exercises. This is for dog. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> not going to go there, right? <laughs> but, so if he had it, now, he hasn't been on TV for what? A couple weeks? Two, three, two weeks? So, by the time TakeOver comes around, it'll be three weeks. Theoretically, he should be cleared. Do you think he plays a part in this match? And if you do, what do you think he does? I don't know who play a part in this one. Yeah, honestly, I think this will be a straight up one on one match. Even with the Imperium, I would hope so. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't think he's gonna get involved. I don't know. I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. Maybe he makes an appearance before or after the match. But I would hope. I would hope they don't get involved. True. Yeah. And I think Walter. Walter wouldn't have that. The character of Walter. I like I like his character. The ring, yeah. the ring is sacred. Mm-hmm. Me and my guys are gonna fuck you up before the match. Yeah, but for the actual match, you're it's getting us. just these two hands right here, and I'm gonna fuck you up by myself. I fucks with that. I'm with that. I think he's gonna lose. I hear you. I, I hear that. I hear that. Here's here, and I'm just hypothesizing now before I give my answer. Hypothesizing. Let's say after the match, there's something about this Timothy Thatcher Tommaso Champa f- bond. Now we saw it coming. We saw the bond coming. We saw the fight pit match. We saw the match before that takeover. We saw them coming together. How long can they stay together? Not long. I'm thinking Not the same. I'm thinking the same thing, right? <laughs> I don't know if they can stick together. They're they're two hobos fighting over one the last block. blanket. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Wanda. Wanda got clean. She's trying to figure her life out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, so I guess they both can go, right? 
So now it's a matter of does because I think the thing is I think at this point Tommaso Ciampa is like the elder statesman of NXT that you don't want to boo anymore. Yeah, we've seen him go through a lot. <laughs> the boy is looking weathered, right? And we know what's important to him. He's the guy you you don't want to boo. He's gonna have to really like do some things to get booed, right? So. Let's say they break up. Does Timothy Thatcher turn on to Muscle Champa because Champa went and won a championship without him? Or does he turn on him because Buddy, you blew it for us in the Dusty tournament? <laughs> then you took it upon yourself to go handle this business without me, and then you blew it anyway with your weathered ass. I think I think <laughs> Number B, I think B was like the, like B was like adding A to B. <laughs> was it? Well, I think be- it kind of was. <laughs> well, B, well, well, A is Tommaso Ciampa wins, and Timothy Thatcher's jealous and wants a belt for himself. B is Tommaso Ciampa loses, and Thatcher doesn't want to be associated with no bum ass bum. Gotcha. I'm going with A. Going with A. I'm going with B. I'm going with B. I uh going with Champa. I'm going with Walter. I'm going with Walter. This to me, while I'm so excited for this match, this screams out, hey, we need something for Tommaso Champa to do. Kinda. Send was that over to NXT UK. Right. So and and I think that's also why I'm going with Walter as well, right? We need something for Tommaso Ciampa to do. Walter is big enough. Let me rephrase this before I have to be pause worthy. Walter, <laughs> don't look at me like that. Walter is a big enough name for Tommaso Ciampa. There you go. Right <laughs> for takeover. To where, yeah, travel restrictions have lifted. Let's get homie over here. I'm not sure, though, they would make the switch for Tommaso Ciampa to start going over to the UK to be the guy for them. Have them come over here. <laughs> have them come over here. Bring him to America. Come get your belt. Come get the stars and bars. <laughs> right? So I'm going with Walter. I think there's more of a story there. I think, again, this is a just, hey, let's give him something to do. But also, nope. I'll wait. I'll wait. Okay. Okay, I'll, bet. I'll wait. It'll come up again. Let me take a note Next real match. quick. <laughs> right, 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 right. Let me take a note real quick. Just so I remember to bring it back up. Bet. Okay, autocorrect. I don't mean wallet, motherfucker. See? I mean Walter. Yeah. That's what I get. That's what I get. But I think this is a way to further the Tommaso Ciampa, Timothy Thatcher story. Now, I I don't know what they do after that feud. I think it's a feud that Timothy Thatcher wins. I think he'll get the ultimate win. But it's a way for them to, to further that story and get one hell of a match out of it. I'm I'm geeked for this match. Geeked for this match. 
Pushing forward, though, what I presume to be the main event of night one for the NXT Women's Championship. We've got Io Shirai taking on Raquel Gonzalez. Talk me through it, my guy. This is a tough one. This is a really fucking tough one. Because, um, like, I'm still not happy with them just giving them the belts. The fucking the women's tag, tag team belts. I thought that was stupid. Yeah. But I feel like we haven't seen too much Dakota Kai lately. <clears throat> didn't what, see this week. Was she on last week's show? On last week's, but like this is the yeah. go home show. The go home show, right? 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 You know, and her and her home girls about to fucking be in the championship fucking match. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh. I just don't know if it's Raquel's time. I feel you. And to and to mention not to cut you off, I I kind of like that you don't see too much of Dakota Kai because it's not her match. It's not her match, but she could still be like with her. True. This is uh, Sean and Diesel. Yeah, they so are a team. Let let you know? D, let Diesel get the little get some shine, and Sean just and just let him know Sean is still here. Sean might play a factor. So I'm not think, I'm not mad. But I feel you. I think it will play a factor. Mm, what you mean? I think Eo's gonna win mm. from from Dakota. Ooh, you think she's gonna go South Dakota? I think she's gonna go South Dakota. Damn, you think she's gonna turn? I think she is, man. I think she was better as a heel. You know what? I think because we talked about that. With the the uh, sh- the the Nia and Shayna thing, I'm not sure that they're he- that they're baby faces. I think they were baby they were baby faces for two weeks because they were facing the big bad Raw Women's SmackDown Women's Tag Team Champions and were represented for NXT and I ain't no bitch. I'm I'm better than I was before, but I Eos think they're totally. they're still Eos heels. Totally yeah, Eo's definitely a face. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think Eo or not Eo, uh, Raquel and Dakota Kai were just baby faces for two weeks for the brand. But I think they're still heels. They're still bad girls. Yeah, I think I think Dakota's gonna be a. I'm not gonna say that. It sounds weird even thinking about it. But I think Dakota's gonna be a definite definite heel. Mm. And turn on Raquel. Mm. After Spice tonight, one big Spice. You think that won't be too soon to break them up? How long have they been together? Um, about a year. Mm-hmm. About a year. It was was it, it was NXT Portland last year. I want to say February. Um, Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox. That match where Raquel Gonzalez, pardon me, um, made her debut and uh, botched the table spot, but actually looked more devastating. <laughs> yeah. She ooh, ooh. rough, rough landing. Um. I wonder how close Dakota, not Dakota, I wonder how close Tegan Knox is to coming back and being healthy. We haven't got any updates about her. But, um, say that again. That's a good question because I haven't yeah. even thought about it. I haven't either. I haven't either. That's so, I've, that's so rough. That's like her third ACL tear. It's at least her second. Curse, dog, I swear. Injuries are real. Injuries are real. Yeah. 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 Long term injuries. Like, and it's like they're not even. They're not even like not saying they're not performing at the same level as WWE, like Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. 
because like they're not I mean, honestly, like we've seen the same shit on Raw and SmackDown for the past four months. Mm. No injuries at all. Like you would think these people that are the same motherfuckers that are going out there every single fucking night, like something's gonna happen. Right. Nothing. Yeah. NXT yeah. motherfuckers come back for they they return and fucking get injured on their fucking goddamn return, dude. Bruh. It's definitely a physical style. Definitely physical. Yeah, and no, that's real, man. That is real. I Well, I was gonna say something. I don't know if it's I don't even know if it's even as true, but like back in the day, right? Back in my day, they just slowed down a little more. And they worked through injuries because their livelihood literally depended on the the the, the contracts weren't guaranteed. But they slowed down. Kids running around. All these little whippersnappers snapping whippers. Like we told them, listen, don't climb that fence. Uh-uh. Don't climb that fence. I've broken one bone in my body, bro. I broke my right arm when I was five years old. You know what I was? Broke. Huh? Go ahead. Two hands in my fist. You said what? Broke two hands in my fist. <laughs> See? <laughs> you know what I was doing when I when I broke my arm? So shit you wasn't supposed to be Some doing. Some shit I wasn't supposed to be doing. I was five years old. My mama said, don't climb that fence. And I climbed the fence. And I broke my arm. We got a whole generation of telling these little these little youngsters, listen, you ain't got to do 720 flippity-doos. Tell a story. Slow down. What was what was that dude's name? Uh, Rutledge or whatever? Rich Holland. Yeah, Rich Holland. Yeah, yep. Rutledge, Rich Holland. <laughs> <laughs> All good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't even do nothing crazy. Bruh. Didn't he like catch somebody? Didn't he only like catch somebody? <laughs> His fucking knee like blah blah exploded. So like flippy dudes. He was oh he was set for a prime spot. He was gonna be in that war games match. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like he was gonna be in that war games match, and now rebuild, rebuild him up because I had no clue who that guy was in the first oh, place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Slow it down. My question for you is: Io Shirai gonna hit the moon salt properly? Yes. Think so? I think so. I think, think it's, she, I think it's finally time. Think she's been practicing? She nails it. <laughs> Tonight's the night. I have to stand and deliver. I mean, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. I do like this build because it was an yeah. indirect build. Raquel Gonzalez has been booked booked very well. Oh yeah. I thought she would get a title shot sooner once she uh, defeated Rhea Ripley, but it's cool. They won the Dusty Cup. Um, I don't remember. Was Dakota Kai pinned to lose the championships, or was Raquel Gonzalez pinned? Hey, Raquel was. Raquel was pinned. Well, so. well, hell, I forgot, so it don't count, right? But she's been built very well. Io Shirai has been a champion since June. It's been nine months. She's been holding that brand on her back, uh, regardless of what we think of whatever story she's been a part of. So I like the fact that the fighting champion walked up to Raquel Gonzalez, who's like two feet taller than her, and she was like, Yo, you think nice. you're nice? I'm nice, homie. Come get it. Come get these bars, right? So it only makes sense for this match. However, though, forever, 
for a long time, my prediction has been that the next NXT Women's Champion is Zaya Lee. Yeah. Io Shirai retains. Io Shirai ret- uh, retains. Um, but they've done a great job. Now, I did... I'll, I'll say this because on this past NXT, they had like three altercations. Like Raquel Gonzalez threw Io Shirai through a wall. <laughs> yeah, bro, through a fucking wall like some Terminator shit. <laughs> right, right. But at the end of it, Io Shirai overcame, so she stood tall at the end of NXT. And we all know WWE logic: whoever stands tall loses. So, with that in mind, Raquel Gonzalez could win, and then maybe we see the Sean and Diesel breakup. We could. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope not either, because I picked Diesel. I hope it happens the way that I picked it. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Ooh, interesting. Interesting paths. Paths is a that we could take. Paths is a is a. But yeah, I'm going with Yoshirai. I don't know why I just thought about it. Uh, hmm. I, was, I was taking Junior out to go piss like on yeah. Saturday night around two. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I hear a. I like guess like two in the morning, and I hear a. Uh oh. Bro, I look up and there's a fucking drone above me. <laughs> what? The only reason I'm telling you is because you just made that paths. Paths. You know who it was. Some feds. No, it wasn't the feds. It was that guy who came to your job asking for you to be on his (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Fuck. You didn't shoot him yet? (laughs) (laughs) That man was at your crib. Okay, okay. It was Junior. Ah, there he goes. That's crazy. That is crazy. Who made those? Yeah. Yeah, literally. Here, let's put these on the shelves. Holy shit, dude. So that was night one of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Let's head over to night two. We've got four matches lined up. Night two is shitting on night one. Oh, my God. And it's got to be on Peacock, motherfucker. Pull your cock out. And Peacock. Night, <laughs> night one is gonna be is gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be very good. But night two, just based off the top two matches, just based off those. Ooh. But let's start, man. For the North American Championship, now this one's a little hard to uh, a little hard to choose because we don't have the opponent yet. But it'll be Johnny Gargano taking on the winner of the Gauntlet Eliminator match. So I guess the question is, Johnny Gargano or not Johnny Gargano? Now I know we both picked Dexter Loomis, but let's say Dexter I Loomis doesn't win. Well, let's say Dexter Loomis doesn't win. Okay, does, yeah. does Johnny win or does or do we have a new North American champion? Johnny loses. Mm, yeah. Uh his boy, uh fuck, what's his name? Austin Theory. Uh, yeah, his dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. 
<laughs> Motherfucker tried to fucking flip up, not even realizing. During, after the battle royal, trying to he, he landed on his back on the fucking mat, and he's like, "I'm gonna I'm flip up." Landed on his feet, and he's like, "No, you're out, dude." Like, Come on, <laughs> With his mediocre abdominal region, that's gonna be the reason Johnny Organa loses. Is Austin two. Theory, huh? Interesting. Interesting. I feel like I've been saying that for a while now. That he... Uh, I've said at least once that uh, Austin Theory's going to cost him the title. Austin Theory can go in the ring. Yeah. He's, 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 he's doing his thing. And he's got... Listen. This is probably... Now, I don't, I don't know Austin Theory, clearly. But as a younger person... We talked about Tommaso Ciampa being the elder statesman. Johnny Gargano is the elder statesman too of NXT. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a great guy to learn with. Yeah. This is a great guy to work under. Austin Theory was on Raw for a little quick cup of tea. We was like, no, hot tidies. Like, take that as NXT. This is a great person to work under. Absolutely. So, like, why not have them viewed after this? Well, I think it'd be a little too soon to break up the way, though. Yeah, they don't have to break up, but I think Austin Theory is still going to cost them the match. I say Johnny Gargano gets mad, yeah, but I don't think they break. Because, hell, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, they got their it's eyes like- on the tag team championships. Yeah. They have their eyes on the championships. Um, So you're picking a new champion, whoever it is. I'm assuming Dexter Loomis because that's who we chose. Mm-hmm. I am, too. I'm picking a new champion. I'm picking Dexter, Dexter Loomis as well. I hesitated for a second because Dexter Loomis doesn't need a championship. He really doesn't. He doesn't need a championship. So I could I could easily see Johnny Gargano just winning via shenanigans. A roll-up with the tights or the creepy jeans. I feel like Dexter's like too calculated. Get beat by shenanigans. Yeah. Has Dexter Loomis lost a match? I don't think he has. I don't think he's lost a match. Yeah. Huh. Really interesting. I don't think he's lost a match. And I guess it's too soon. I mean, we're talking about, you know, Dexter Loomis as a champion. So, I mean, it's too soon to think about how he loses it. But. Ooh. Ooh. So. Dexter Loomis and L.A. Knight. Yeah. Hell yeah. They just did the Battle Royal. We clearly talk about Dexter defeating L.A. Knight as the last guy. Maybe L.A. gets the last the last laugh, and he's the guy to beat Dexter Loomis for the championship later on down the line. Huh. Could be it. That could be it. That could be it. Interesting. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Dexter Loomis or whoever, whoever it is. Um, but Dexter Loomis defeating Johnny Gargano. I'm going to save my Johnny Gargano point for later. I've mentioned this on the show before, so it may not be a surprise, but I'll save it for later. Pushing forward. Coming up later on the hard camera. Uh... Pushing forward, man, for the Cruiserweight Championship. We've got it in a ladder match. 
Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin. Talk to me. I thought this was just to solidify the undisputed champion. The undisputed cruiserweight champion. Yes, sir. Jordan Devlin was the NXT cruiserweight champion before the pandemic, but he happens to be from Bray County, Wicklow, Ireland. So his travel restrictions were real over the pandemic. So we had the championship tournament and we crowned Santos Escobar, who has run through, ran through every challenger except for Karrion Cross. I still don't get what that feud was about. Whatever, though. I'm going to say adios, Santos. You think Jordan Devlin takes it? Yep. Santos has had a good run. Not saying it's not saying it should be over, mm-hmm. but Devlin had to give it up for <laughs> pandemic reasons. Yeah. You know, and Santos, he's got his two boys out there, but I don't think that's really going to matter mm. what type of match this is. The ladder match. Yes. I'll say this. Now, clearly, I, okay, I'll say this first. I don't really like the ladder match stipulation for this match. I think it was forced. Yeah. I think it was just added just added flash and flare. That doesn't mean that it's not going to be a great showcase, but I don't think it was necessary for this. I mean, uh, I feel like every time NXT has a ladder match, they're always fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I think that's exactly what they're thinking. Yeah. Like, fuck, just make a ladder match. And and this is clearly... Now, Jordan Devlin is the babyface here, just by default. He never lost the championship. He flew across the pond. Crikey, Australia, Ireland, beers, to... (laughs) Dude, I'm cultured. I'm cultured. He flew across the pond. white people culture dog I don't know <laughs> oh I might shit. know a bit more about that department than you do I don't no know doubt. no doubt listen lead me lead me no doubt he flew <laughs> he flew across the pond to claim was rightfully his that's honorable that he's the baby face he fought a little bit like a baby face against Kushida but he's the baby face in this situation um I'm with this I like this story it's just a great story. He never lost. Come, he's coming to get his belt. This is this is Sean and Razor from '94, which is why we're doing the ladder match because Sean and Razor did the ladder match from '94. I just feel like it's a little forced. I feel like we have a ladder match on every single NXT takeover. <laughs> Do we? We had one what for the first NXT North American Championship. We had one for. When Damian Priest won the North American Championship, uh, we've had one for the tag team titles. There's been a quite a few. There's been quite a few. Yeah. yeah. True. This is a little forced. Um, this was the one match of this entire card. Now, now, uh, now we've said we didn't have everything planned out, picked out yet. But this was the one that I was like, uh 50-50, you know, how could this go? Um, I don't know why. I'm going to go with Santos Escobar. You're trying to spice it up for wine? <laughs> I think it's, for one, a little bit of spice. For two, because Santos does have his guys with him, 
which gives him a heel way of like a quote-unquote clean victory because it's an ODQ match. So it's quote-unquote clean, leading us to Jordan Devlin eventually beating Santos in a one-on-one match like a true babyface. This is my head. That's just my brain. There's little like who else is in the cruiserweight division? Nobody. Vegeta. Yeah. Real. S- send, send him to two hundred five. <laughs> we haven't sent nobody to two hundred five live in like a year and a half. <laughs> we haven't, man. And, and I know there's a ton of people that we could have sent their asses over two hundred five. We could have sent them mad times. We definitely forgot two hundred five live existed, but so did they. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with Santos. And eventually we get the Jordan Devlin win. He'll uh yeah. He'll he'll I watched Austin versus Bret Hart recently, like last night, where they did the double turn. Mm-hmm. Turn Austin face. Now there won't be a double turn here because Santos is, is clearly a heel, he's already a heel, but Devlin is a heel. But he will get the slight babyface turn in the way he fights this match. And then a full babyface turn when he's like, yo, pussy, you fucking, nah, you can't hey, beat pussy. me, though. <laughs> hey, pussy. That's my Irish accent. Uh, it's 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 great. I'm cultured. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going with that. I'm going with that. I'm going with that. Now, this next match. <sighs> Woo. Unsanctioned. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Goodness gracious! It's gonna be a this gonna be a motherfucker. A sure. motherfucker. Mad she sheds getting burned in this bitch dog. Like I've got man like this motherfucker dude. I don't know. I don't know about it, bruh. This one here, man. Now, for those who may have missed our prior, uh, even a little prior analysis, this storyline it didn't start. It didn't start when Adam Cole turned on Kyle O'Reilly. Started way before then. This started basically once Adam Cole lost the NXT. No, we'll go a little farther. Yeah, honestly. Nah, I won't do that. I won't put it with the NXT match against against Keith Lee. I'll say this started when he defeated Pat McAfee last year. So as a recap, Adam Cole defeated Pat Pat McAfee last year. And then the UE took some time off the screen. Yeah, we didn't see him for a while. We didn't see him for a while. They all lost their goal. They had to regroup. And then they came back. And we had war games. But before we had war games, we had the, the it basically took up the entire NXT episode. They put it in pieces. The UE, they put on their suits. Adam Cole tied his hair back. They got in the limo. They had a glass of champagne, a little bit of the bubbly. And they kind of just reminisced on the UE. Who they are, what they've been, how they've gotten here. The highs and the lows. That was the vignette was part one of the UE's last stand. 
the the celebration, right? And then we get to War Games, and they won at War Games. That was, and it's so fitting that it was War Games because that was the UE's last stand. That was, was that was them on the mountain. And then Kyle O'Reilly earned a championship victory. Uh, not victory, a championship shot. He earned two of them. Adam Cole and Roddy Strong, they went into the, the Dusty Cup. But, like, that's not you, you, that's not it's, what. It wasn't it. That's not, that's not where Adam Cole goes. No, fuck no. Now, Roddy Strong, a competitor. That's not where Adam Cole belongs. And Adam Cole knows it. And Adam Cole knew it. And what I really liked about Adam Cole's promo like it was justified heel logic. I watched you fail, and then I watched you fail again, and then I watched you try to befriend this motherfucker. That's logic. It was that, the that was seeds planted. It was the four of us this whole time, and you tried to get him to join. Like you don't know who I am. Like you don't know who you are. Like you don't know who we are. You try to get him to join. Nah, homie. Uh-uh. Nah, 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 Duke. Uh-uh. I had to take matters into my own hands, homie. Super kick for you. Super kick for him. Nut kicks. Man. Who wants them? Who wants them? <laughs> to the moon. To the moon. Right? <laughs> New money. This has been in the works. For nine months. This is the ultimate form of storytelling. This is great. Oh, yeah. This is great. So best now that one they got going on. Best one they got going on. So now that we're here, tell me how this goes. Tell me how we move forward. How do you see this? We thought there would be a stipulation, but I guess there kind of is. The unsanctioned match. Yes, you know, sir. We thought there was going to be a winner leaves stipulation. Loser leaves town. Yeah. Or yeah. 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 And uh, I mean, I, it could still happen without even the stipulation. Like loser could be like, "Yo, fuck this, I'm it out." Is, it is mania season. You know they like to reset. And, uh, I mean, fuck, dude. Kyle O'Reilly's been just been throwing it down hard as fuck. Two matches little, with Finn. Or hot topic insane. vest and his mohawk. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll give him a pass just because he fucking beats ass. He does beat ass. <laughs> I wouldn't say this to his face. This is true. No, fuck no. Yeah. Bro, great hawk, bro. Wow. <laughs> look at that vest. You totally don't look like bad Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Panic at the discotheque. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. Kyle's winning. Kyle O'Reilly. He's winning. Tell me more. So, uh, why do you say he's winning? And then, where do we go from here? I don't know, I don't know where we go from here. I, I, could see, I could see Adam Cole getting the call up. Mm. You know? 
I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do, but, <laughs> but uh, fuck, have Adam Cole go fucking fight AJ Styles for a little while. Fuck, give me give me all that. Who's the baby face in that? AJ. Even with almost. Yep. Fuck it. Book yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Book it, son. And then, and then maybe. Then maybe then maybe Fish comes back and is like, yeah, what, what the fuck happened while I was gone? Where's all my bros? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Where's my bros? And then, and then he gets super kicked in the face, and Kyle's like, fuck all y'all. And then he super kicks <laughs> Roddy. Shit. And because, I mean, hey, like, nobody had his back, really. Well, no, that's not fair, though. Roddy tried to have his back. Tried to, but he didn't try that hard. He tried, and Kyle was like, "Nah, homie, this all me." And everybody was like, "Well, fuck you, then, Duke. Fine, beat it." Well, he should, like he should be like, "All right, I'll let my bros fight." Yeah, well, shit, Adam definitely ain't his bro. Yeah, Listen, but like he could like, "All right, I'm not gonna front, bro. You punch me in the nuts, I might look at you a little different." I don't think I'd ever do that. Well, and I don't believe so. <laughs> I don't think you would either. But if you did, I may be like, yo, maybe that's not my guy. <laughs> maybe he's not my guy. You brain, you give me a brain buster on some steel steps. Mm. Maybe, like, okay, like, yeah, maybe, like, Kyle wins, and then Fish, like, like, Kyle wins, Cole's walking back up the ramp, and Fish comes out, and then mm. Roddy comes out, mm. and Cole's like, hey, bros. Hey, bros. Asked him. And they huh. go get in the ring with fucking Kyle, and then they're like, us. Huh. Fuck they him. Help him to his feet, huh? And then and they're all like, fuck, fuck Adam Cole. True, true, true. This is so interesting because you saw in NXT, Roddy Strong, after losing to Cameron Grimes. By the way, I like Cameron Grimes' finisher. Yeah. But he's that's like the Io Shirai moonsault. Like, <laughs> like come on. Land it. It really is. Land it now. Um, but, yeah. Righty Strong, he walked out. He said, I'm done. He walked out. So, what? Are we about to get a twofer? It's a long show, dog. Wow. Four, three, two, one. Look at me. Back in tune. Back, back in tune, tune. Back in tune. <laughs> Pull your cock out. One time for Peacock. Um, <laughs> we we do it all here. I love it. We, this is this is literally the best show ever. Um, I don't care. Remember the best damn sports show ever on a Fox? This is it. Th- this is it. Like, where's where's the where's the revolt deal? Um, Roddy Strong walked out. We ain't seen Bobby Fish in a minute. Now, it's an unsanctioned match. DQ. Do you think they get involved in the match at all? Do you think that's possible? I think I think Roderick might try to get involved. Mm-hmm. But then we'll, see, then we'll see Fish come out and be like, nah, let him go. Bobby Fish is old as shit, so he would be the guy, like, the, the wise, like, nah, let him fight. 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 Damn. Damn. Listeners and Ren, I would advise... Now, I haven't seen all of them. I think they've had a few. But I would go back 
and watch Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole matches. Ring of Honor, especially. I think they had one at a uh, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom one year. Um, those matches weren't unsanctioned, that I believe, but I have to go back. They were violent. Oh, I bet. Literal teeth knocked out of mouths. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, with their willingness to beat each other's ass, plus the stipulation, plus the story, god damn, all the she sheds. Getting burnt. All the she sheds. I don't think this is the last match between them. I think Adam Cole wins this match. And the build continues. And I think we eventually get the Loser Leaves Town match that Kyle O'Reilly wins. Nah. (laughs) Man, fuck that. I think I think there's more juice in this. It's an unsanctioned match, right? So again, no DQs, which gives Adam Cole an out to where he can be some kind of a bastard and win. But Kyle O'Reilly ain't done. And I think we get some kind of we're we gotta get a Roddy Strong Adam Cole match sometime. Yeah. Yeah, we do. I don't know what Bobby Fish does. I keep I, I hate keep thinking of him as the fourth guy, but he's the fourth guy. Oh, 100%. Right? He's got to get involved somehow. He just saw all his guys disintegrate, and he wasn't there. So I think there's more story to be told here. Like Honestly, like, he might not even be hurt. Like They might just like, yo, go to catering while we do this. <laughs> He might have been cleared four months ago. <laughs> like, you're not a part of this storyline, dog. Sorry. Right. He might have been cleared it's back in December. Like, like man, go knock it out, buddy. But we got to get a Bobby Fish appearance. Roger Strong, Roger Strong, he can't just leave. So I think we get the out of Adam Cole winning this match via bastarding. And Kyle O'Reilly ain't done. He's going to spike up that mohawk a little higher. And plus, we know Adam Cole is the star. Yeah. But we also know Adam Cole loves his guys. So, I think Adam Cole, at the end of this story, will eventually want to truly put Kyle O'Reilly over. And so, even if he loses, sorry, even if he wins this match, Kyle O'Reilly is going to look great in a loss. He always does. He always does. But Adam Cole, I think, has no problem with getting his comeuppance. No. They're gonna keep they're gonna keep fighting, they're gonna keep brawling. To where William Regal's like, yo, y'all niggas are bugging, man. I can't have y'all I can't have y'all out here like this, man. Y'all fucking shit up, man. Loser leaves town. I think that's when Kyle O'Reilly finally gets his true vindication and Adam Cole goes to Raw or SmackDown. Scary. I know you shook. No, not about the match. <laughs> the call ups. Shit. 
a little bit. We keep we keep disagreeing a little bit on that. There was an NXT call up though that I had in mind that I was like, nah, they really blew that one, and I can't remember who it was. Keith Lee, Alistair Black, Alistair Black. No, it maybe maybe Alistair Black, not Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee's been sidelined for health reasons. But I think there was another NXT call up rather recent, and it just hit my mind. I don't remember. I should remember this. I should have wrote it down. Uh, but yeah, there've been a little bit of, as we know, inconsistencies with uh, NXT call-ups. Don't let Adam Cole fall to the wayside. Um, we've actually no. I'll, I'll chalk these up in a bit. We've disagreed on uh, quite a few matches here, which which is interesting. But uh, we are here, man. The last match, the main event of NXT TakeOver for the NXT Championship. Finn Balor takes on Karrion Cross. How you see this going, my guy? I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. We both don't understand what the fuck they see in Karrion Cross, but they obviously see something. They see something, man. And he's gonna win. Going with Karrion Cross, really? Why? Tell me. Just because, like they, like I said, they obviously see something in this fucking dude. Yeah, they do. And like, that's really the only reason I think he's going to fucking win. Like. I feel like I feel like Finn is getting on his last run with NXT. Kind of, he's been there for what a year now. Uh, over a year, he was on the first episode of NXT uh, on USA, which was October 2019. So yeah. So I mean, yeah, like I think they're starting to like let's let's kind of get Finn, and get like him, he could still even back. Have his, he could still even have another match with that. Like he could still have a match with Adam Cole after this. Yeah, I see that. You know, so, but yeah, no, I think Karrion Cross is going to fucking take it. Mm. And, and it's honestly just because I think they have really high hopes for him. Yeah, yeah. There was, uh, there was something that Finn Balor said in their face-to-face last week. He said something about emotions, and then he said, some would call it, Demons. Oh, fuck, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a chance we see the return of the demon. Ain't gonna matter. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, zesty. Zesterino. Okay. It ain't gonna matter, I think, huh? Like, I think I think that's just going to I think that's just gonna be a draw for people to like, watch. Ooh. Yeah. I love how if we do get the demon that NXT didn't say, Hey, we're gonna get the demon, guys. Yeah. Fuck. You, know, you know you know Michael Cole would already been I that. used to hate that with on on Raw. The Demon King. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. So I think there's a slight chance we get the demon. I do. I also think that because they see so much in Karrion Cross, that Karrion Cross is heading to Raw or SmackDown very soon. 
I thought about that too. Hmm. I'm going with Finn Balor. I was very. I came to my conclusion a couple days ago, and I'm still like, Ugh. but I'm gonna go with Finn Balor because I think Karrion Cross is going to Raw SmackDown. I think he just so fucking quick. I'm about to cut you off. No, you're fine. You're fine. I think he would have been to Raw SmackDown sooner if he didn't get injured after he won the championship. Finn Balor, for one, his his title reign has been brilliant. What a title reign. What a champion. Right? But also, Finn Balor's got some business to handle. There are three guys that I can see Finn Balor. Two of the guys I can see him losing the championship to, maybe. And one guy... I just got to see this match. So, before the pandemic started, we were building to a match between Finn Balor and Walter. Fuck. 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 Oh, yeah, Walter, yeah, Walter's going to lose, and then he's going to fight Finn, and then he's going to beat Finn. Mm. Mm. That, listen, listen. <laughs> That's one way to go about it. Imperium has been on NXT like an MF. The whole of Imperium has been on NXT. That's not a bad idea, right? Here's another idea. Maybe the NXT champion Finn Balor takes on the NXT UK champion Walter. Maybe it's title for title. Maybe it's not title for title. But... It would be tight. But we got to see that match. Is that a goddamn? Yes. Goddamn, goddamn. Got to see that match. So, that's the match I want to see. But there's two guys who I think one guy could just get a shot, but maybe not win. New money. New money, Cameron Grimes. That was, that was actually my pick to like fight Gargano at first. Mm. Oh yeah, Cameron Grimes for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, not yet. I feel you. This new gimmick of Cameron Grimes is built for this. Trying to win the NXT Championship. He got new money. He should be the champion. Finn Balor and Cameron Grimes have history from Finn's ret- early return to NXT. I think they went one. I think Finn won, and Cameron Grimes got his win back. But it was like kind of shady, kind of shisey. So they could go with that rubber match. Hey, I'm not who I was before. I'm Cameron Grimes now. I'm new money, Cameron Grimes. Kiss my grits to the moon. And they have that match. Now the third guy. I mentioned this a couple shows ago as a guy who could be the guy. To beat Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. Fuck. Johnny Gargano. When Finn returned, he attacked Johnny Gargano. 
Storytelling. Storytelling. They had their match at TakeOver. Finn Balor won. Johnny Gargano embraced his dark side. He, he went, formed his own path, formed the way, was a champion on his own. Maybe we find a way to lose him this championship. Maybe we do Finn and Finn and Cameron Grimes, Finn and Walter. And Johnny Gargano finds another feud or two in the meantime as he builds up the way. Maybe they go for the tag team championships and something happens. Whatever we do to distract Johnny Gargano. And then maybe eventually we get Gargano and Finn, the rematch. And maybe Gargano, with his top heel stable, finds a way to be the guy to beat Finn Balor. I'm with it. I'm with all three of those. I ain't mad. I mean, I don't know what the fuck WWE is waiting on. Hey. Find new writers, but my God, come on now, hook Listen, it up. I love my job, but listen, I could do, I could deal with some side paper. I don't know if that would be side paper, percent like <laughs> job. Eh, man, we could do Zoom meetings. <laughs> we could do some Zoom meetings. Um, but I think they're still as brilliant as his as his reign has been. On the Finn side, I think there's more juice in the Finn title reign. And I don't think there's that much juice in a Karrion Cross title reign. Like, let's say he wins. Who does Karrion Cross defend against? Crickets. Big crickets. <laughs> Big time crickets. Because Finn, he moves like a tweener. But I would say he, he's more on the babyface side. Who's the number two babyface? They don't have any. Dexter Loomis? If he's going to win. Bronson Reed's, <laughs> Bronson Reed's yeah. a bum ass? Sorry, yeah, Bronson, if you're listening. I don't mean to, I don't mean to diss. Okay. Um, Kushida? None of it sounds good. It don't. It don't. It don't. Like, like, I was in a restaurant and they were naming off all this. Like, this is where you're about to, like, these are the three sides or the three meals you can get. Right. No, nah, I'm not hungry. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. That's, those are the options for real? <laughs> Y'all could have gave me anything in the world. Yeah. So, with all that said, yeah, I'm rolling with the Finn Retain. Finn, Finn, Finn title defense. Um, I don't know what to expect with this match. I'm interested because it's Finn and the the sheer size and dominance of Karrion Cross. I like that dynamic. Um, but Finn makes this match interesting for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm rolling, man. I'm rolling. Let's look at how we uh, we broke this down. We haven't disagreed this much in a long time. We haven't had a card this big in a long time, though, either. This is true. This is true. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Of the nine matches, we disagreed on one, two, three, four, five, six matches, my guy. Shit. I know you're shook. You shook, dog. I'm, I'm mad sturdy. I'm sleep mad. Stay. Listen, I'm about to good. Listen, I'll be up late, but when I finally get to sleep, I'm gonna sleep good. 
<laughs> I'm gonna be up for a while, but I'm gonna sleep good. This is uh outside of our numbers, this is a really compelling card. I'm gonna do some catching up here. Let's let's be clear. I'm gonna do some catching up. You but, that. uh you shook. But outside of us, this is a really, really compelling card. There are so many avenues and so many so many ways, storylines, storyline what's gonna come out of this. I'm rolling. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with I wasn't it. too excited about this pay per view or this takeover, but like I'm I'm <clears throat> obviously more excited about it now. Yeah. We got that feeling back. We hadn't had that feeling for a while. Like we look at the card be like, yo, this will be good, but like, you know, meh. But like the chamber I thought it was. Yo, the chamber, fast lane. We talked about it. It was like, Yeah, no, I feel about the same. Yeah, I feel about yeah. the same. But yeah, I'm a lot more excited for this one. I'm a lot more excited for this one after talking it through, talking it over. Um, this will be great, man. This will be great. Um, real quick, over on the AEW side, we talked about it, I believe, last week or the week before. QT Marshall, man, he uh, he officially left the Nightmare family in violent, violent fashion. Ooh. Um, he Oh, yeah, you didn't get to see uh, AEW, right? Oh. Well, so there was the exhibition match between Cody and... And QT Marshall, the special guest ref was Arn Anderson. All of a sudden, man, QT Marshall just a quick right hand to the enforcer, punched Arn Anderson in the mouth, <laughs> socked up, slapped up the enforcer in the mouth. Um, and then we had an interference by, and I'm not familiar with these guys, uh, Anthony Ogogo, I believe. I'm, and excuse me if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but he was a former former professional boxer or semi professional boxer. Um, a couple other guys, I'm forgetting their names, but it looks like QT Marshall is leading his own faction. So we've still got faction. Um, bloodied up, Dustin Rhodes, pile driver on the steel stairs. Oh. Yeah. He was about to give Cody a pile driver on the steel stairs, but Red Velvet came out and was like, yo, like, chill, this is your boy. Like, you're wilding. Um, Remember before, we mentioned how Lee Johnson got his first win on AEW a few weeks back. Storytelling. He thanked Cody. He thanked Dustin. He thanked the Nightmare family. And then, and even QT. That was the that was a seed, and that motherfucker sprouted. He gave Lee Johnson the blues, stepped all on his face. The story is blooming. That's where it started. And I seen it. And we called it, and that's where it was. And they mentioned it on Dynamite. The storyline, the seed was planted. So we got that sprouting up. Uh, Red Velvet had an interview in the back where he's like, hey, you you went and saved Cody. And she's like, yeah, I mean, that's my partner. That's my that's, that's the homie. And then Jade Cargill came and gave her a <laughs> kick in her chest. <laughs> It was a stomach, but I couldn't avoid the Boondocks reference. Kicked her in the stomach and threw her into the case, the uh, the uh, equipment case. I guess my only thought with this storyline is Jade Cargill won the match. Yeah, what's her problem? What's your problem? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You won. What the fuck wrong with you? Like, you won. But uh, that is continuing. Um, What else? Ooh. Before I say the big, big thing that happened, I want to make sure I get everything else. Um, let's see. Kenny Omega 
and the Good Brothers defeated uh, the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. They were then confronted by John Moxley and the Young Bucks. Yes. They hopped in the ring ready to fight. Omega and the young and the good brothers, they left the ring. So very interesting story we're telling here. Very, very interesting. We also had the arcade mayhem match. Uh I I'm sure I got that and Arcade Anarchy, I forget the name, but it was the arcade match, the tag team match. We saw the return of Trent and Trent's mom and Trent's mom's van. Nice. Trent is back. The best friends are reunited. We also saw the return of Chris Statlander in that match as well. Hadn't seen Chris Statlander in a while. Great return there. But what we also saw, the return of the inner circle. Had a backstage vignette. MJF was talking about the uh, the locker room and how the locker room was bum ass. It was trash. He said, we got to get rid of this smell. He opens the bathroom door and well, standing at that door. Up in there. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> standing at that door, Chris Jericho, Santana Ortiz, and Sammy Guevara. He shuts the door. He's like, yo, we got to go. We got to go. He goes to go to the door, standing at that door, Jake Hager. Hager. And boy, did they brawl. Dax Harwood, the boy was bleeding, bleeding. I'm going to have to watch that shit. Bleeding, bleeding. Not even regular blood. They threw not, ca- not regular blood? Not regular blood. Like, the boy was bleeding, bleeding. They threw Dax. Uh, no, they, they, they threw Cash in an ice tub. <laughs> tub full of ice water after they whooped his ass. Put him on ice. They gave MJF a swirly. I love it. I love yeah. it. And then threw him through a, a vending machine glass window. Violence. Violence. They beat up Tully Blanchard. I love it. They beat up Tully Blanchard. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. Fuck old, <laughs> fuck old people. Why do you get a COVID vaccine first? <laughs> Fucking. They sl- Sammy Guevara slammed a door on Sean Spears. Like. Yeah, this was this was a fight. The inner circle is back. Um, this was this was a really good building episode of AEW Dynamite. I'm not sure when Double or Nothing is, but we've got some stuff going. Some stuff is going. Yeah, I'm here for it, man. The Renaissance. The Renaissance. Um, any other wrestling news we forgot or need to to touch on? Um. Peacock is editing out a lot of WWE Network content. Yeah, we mentioned it vaguely last week, but I also because they left because they uh, they cut out you know Roddy Piper painting his body half black. They cut out Vince McMahon saying "nigga," but I found out they also I saw today they cut out the DX parody of the Nation of Domination where they were in blackface. Now, I was 10 when that happened. And I also saw they also cut it out of uh, the SummerSlam 98 video package of Triple H versus The Rock. So they cut it out of there, too. I was 10 when that happened. I did not know the significance of blackface. 
I don't know how it would feel at 32 if it happened. It would not happen in 2021, clearly, because Peacock is like, no. What do you think about it? We talked about it really vaguely. What do you think about them editing out the history of WWE? I don't think they should. I think, yeah, there's some questionable shit. There's some shit that definitely wouldn't fly back then. There's some shit that isn't obviously going to fly now. And not saying it should have ever flown. Mm -hmm. But put a disclaimer up, you know, for each thing that there's about to, like, for each episode that there's some fucked up shit on. Put a disclaimer up saying there might be some offensive material that's going to happen on this episode. This is not the views of Peacock. <laughs> True. You know, well, like, like every time, like every time you go to like watch like uh, like commentary on like a movie or something, they always put up this is not the views of so and so studio. True. True Do enough. I one hundred percent agree. Um, because they put up disclaimers on the network. Yeah. Right. How long South Park's been doing it for? Chris Benoit matches. Yeah. Um, even little specials. Like, they put up disclaimers. There's something about... I think there's just something about wrestling. There's something about wrestling itself that, yeah, the shit is offensive. I don't know why Roddy Piper painted his body half black. I don't know why Vince McMahon said, nigga... 90, the 90s were a thing, so blackface, the nation domination parody, that wouldn't fly today. I've never, listen, in, in, in my old age, my ripe old age of 32, it's not like I expect Mr. Man to be the most socially conscious, socially aware, socially sensitive guy. If, yeah. And if you've been watching this shit for a while, not telling anybody how to think or like what they should think, but like you should have a little bit of a fucking idea. You should have an idea. Now, they've got a chance to do Black Girl Magic Mania. I've seen I've seen people say their reasons why it shouldn't be. They're not good reasons. Outside of their chance to make history, because they'll tell you how they're making history, it's the champion versus the Royal Rumble winner. That's a good enough reason. Yeah. I agree with you. Put up a disclaimer. Give him a reason to be mad. There's something about wrestling in itself where wrestling is a depiction of real life, even as silly and borderline dumb as it could be. It's a reflection of real life. But there's that that blurred line, that blurred line of what's real and what isn't. There's some stuff. We watch Fatback get stabbed up. Stabbed up. We can watch Vince McMahon say nigga as cringeworthy as it is. And, like, honestly, like, the people, like, I don't, like, I've never even seen, like, I've seen the Nation of Domination shit. I remember right. that from back in the day. Right. I don't remember him saying that. I didn't watch it. I didn't I didn't watch the Rowdy Piper shit. Yeah. Like, how many, like, diehard fans, they've seen all that. Yeah. The new, the new fans aren't going to go just search for that. Right. Specifically. Right. No. And even with like the diehards, like what if what if one day I wanna go watch the DX Nation parody? 
Exactly. You ain't gonna be able to unless you got the VHS or the DVD now. Right? Will it be on YouTube? Will it be on Daily Motion? What if I want to go watch it? You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't expect my. Say it again. You have to hit the dark web for that. I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't expect. I, I don't expect my 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 son to ask about these things, but to erase the history completely, it just seems a little irresponsible to me. But even bigger than that, if you haven't seen the memes, I'm sure you'll see the memes. ECW was a thing. Oh, yeah. ECW. ECW was a thing thing. New Jack was a thing. Sandman was a thing. So, of all the examples... Now that I think about this, of all the examples that we've seen that are being edited out, it's got nothing to do with the violent content. I just saw Steve Austin bleed last night. It's about the racial content. It is. And I mean, wow. Like, like, like they, they know that, like, like I said, like we both know WWE, they're not the most racism friendly or like, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. They have a history of taking the low road. When when people talk about pro wrestling being the lowest common denominator, WWE has always been that. WCW, NWA back in the day, it was more gritty, more of a lifelike, real life presentation. WWE took the cartoon route. 1990 was when the Roddy Piper thing happened. WrestleMania six. They took the more lowest common denominator route. When WCW was presenting a more mature content with the NWO. Now, they had mandates not to say certain things on the air. But they had the mature-ish delivery of the NWO storyline and the way they presented wrestling. WWE took the titties, suck it, middle finger route. The DX Nation parody route. Do you know what I'm saying? When, oh, yeah. WC, when WCW went out of business, one year later, they had Triple H fucking a mannequin in a casket. <laughs> what the fuck, right? And then five years later, they had Vince McMahon in a do-rag saying, nigga. The WWE isn't exactly... They, they, they are the reason people think of pro wrestling the way they do. Outside oh, yeah. of the simulated sports aspect, the other shit is why people have this view of wrestling. Well, I agree. But again, I'm not sure that I... On one hand, like I get it. Like Tighten up the history because we don't want to be known as those guys. But deadass, that's like Tulsa, Oklahoma... Trying to erase the Tulsa bombing of Black Wall Street. Hey, we weren't these people. This never happened. WWE and Tulsa, Oklahoma are being women. No accountability. Let it out. Let it out. We lost We lost the women a long time ago. Let it out. No accountability. For what they've done. They'd rather us act like it never fucking happened. 
I don't think that's WWE specifically. I think it's Peacock. But yeah. Listen, I would venture to say WWE wouldn't sign that deal unless they said, yo, do what you want to do with the content. True. No, they knew what the fuck they were going to do. They knew what they was getting into. They knew exactly what they were getting into. Yeah. So now, yeah, I'm a little tight. (laughs) I'm a little tight. Because, again, it ain't ain't the violence. Stone Cold bled last night. It's the best. I was watching the best of Stone Cold. They show clips of the first blood match with Kane. Steve Austin bled buckets against Bret Hart. It ain't the violence. It's the social content that they're that they're editing. And instead of showing that they have become a better company, they would rather just delete it from their history as if it never happened in the first place. And I have a problem with that. And I mean, the fans know. We know. We know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the fans like us know, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hell. Hell. I'm a little annoyed by Peacock's layout. They'll get it together or they won't. Um, yeah, I'm a little annoyed by the layout. But, wow. Huh. I better keep my DVDs. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I better keep those. Ren, we're about two and a half hours deep, man. I will say, listen, this was one of one of our 109 episodes in. And this was one hell of an episode. I must say this. It was. It really was. One hell of an episode. Uh, so let's get up out of here the right way, man. Let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, my guy. You got it, amigo. Y'all motherfuckers can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore M A A F H U C K A. Then y'all motherfuckers can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up 316. M A A F F H H D U P 316. Check it out, y'all. No doubt you can find me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out me and Big Ren, the show page on both Twitter and the Instagrams at the hard camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, live witticisms, live whatnot, etc., and here to forth. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different pod, different different platforms. Not a variety of different podcasts. It's just one hard camera. Variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Breaker. Some are even listening on Radio Public. Wherever you're listening, heartwarming content, heart building content, content that stands and delivers. Content that'll get a shot. Content that shoots back, allegedly. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Next week, we've got the recap of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And we also have the entire breakdown and prediction show for WrestleMania. Real quick, I want to say as well, as of us recording today, marks the two-year anniversary of the passing of Nipsey Hussle. Go back in the archive uh, for our WrestleMania show, and uh, you'll you'll hear our coverage on that. Rest in peace, legend. You will always be remembered. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. <clears throat>
Adios, amigos. <sighs> Salute.